You're listening to Heart and Hustle Podcast, where we boss so hard. I'm Angelica Yard. And I'm Charisma Moran. Join us every week to discuss entrepreneurship, creativity, business, balance, and life. Take control of your business and your life, and never forget to dream big, work hard, repeat. Hey guys, this is Angelica. I just wanted to make a note that the audio is a little weird on this episode. It We had crazy thunderstorms, so we weren't able to actually record, and so Charisma's over Skype um, together like we usually do. Um, so just kind of ignore it and, you know, let it pass. We're working on improving our audio, and we have fun things planned for the way we're changing the episodes up and adding in more segments. So bear with us as we go through construction, and I hope you guys enjoy. Hello. I'm back. You are. We're all back from like yes, the we dead. You just got back from vacation. <laughs> vacate. You oh, got back from vacation. Vacation-ish. I say vacation whenever like I get to leave. Like, <laughs> leave like, your house. Like, yay, vacation. Because you know we don't have real vacation no. anymore. But you know it works. You just got back from Atlanta for yes. work camp. Yes. A couple. Tell uh, me all about it. It was. Great. I mean, I I'm from Atlanta, so I love it going home and just being amongst people who don't know who I am. <laughs> it's yeah. so great. Like it's nice to be in a city where nobody cares about like who you are. Um, but the the event itself was great. Like the organizers were amazing. The people were so nice, and we like commented after like a bunch of me and the different ladies were like, "Can we take all the southern hospitality that's in Atlanta and bring it to Orlando?" Because their event attendees were just so nice. Like, awesome. super nice. Yeah, so it was really nice to be in a group. My room was packed, and I just got hounded afterwards, so it was awesome. I loved it. Do you, do you have a video? They are uploading videos right now to WordPress TV, like, as I'm speaking, like, they're uploading videos, so whenever it gets approved, it'll be up and, and running, but it's apparently yeah, been... Show yeah, it's apparently been, like, a really requested video from a lot of people, like, people really liked my talk. What was your, what was your topic? It was on creating content strategies for WordPress. I just add in for WordPress because I'm speaking at a WordPress event. WordPress is Bay. Yeah, it's our Bay, so... That's fine, but you just got back from North Carolina and Savannah, so that's fun. Yeah, so we did a few days in Charlotte, um, which, you know, we super love, and we have family there and stuff, and I did some consulting for uh, Silver Wolf CrossFit, which is a CrossFit gym that's uh, pretty much, like, in the beginning stage of a business, and uh, so it's awesome because it's, like, two trainers, they have like a really awesome gym, a really awesome space that's near Uptown, which is like Charlotte, what they call Charlotte's downtown. Everyone who lives there, like they're like, it's not downtown, it's Uptown. Oh, um, okay. So, <laughs> yeah, it, it's fun because I feel like a lot of the time I work with people that have a good handle to an extent on social media and their brand and they're kind of a little bit established and familiar with these things, but they just kind of need like that fine tuning and make it, you know, making it work for them. But with this situation, these are people that like they excel at training. They know how to to do that side of things, but they're not really familiar with social media at all. So it was kind of like fun to come in with an open slate and really have someone that's like absorbing like a sponge everything you're saying and really like already like it's just been a few days since I've been there, but seeing them put that into action and they're like they're surprised at how quick the organic growth is and they're like, Oh, this is so awesome. And I'm like, Yeah, exactly. Cause I feel like sometimes with my clients I kinda of have to be like 
no, you need to do it. And they're like, ah, they have their own ideas right. about it. And I have to like convince them. So it was really just nice to have somebody be like, I'm going to listen to everything you say. <laughs> That's awesome. How was Savannah? Because, you know, Savannah, Savannah is my love. Great. I love Savannah. The only issue that I had on this whole trip is that I found out that I'm, like, allergic to spring in the South, apparently. Yeah. Georgia uh, pollen is real, girl. Yeah. Like, so when we were driving home from Savannah, my throat was closing up on the way. And I actually lost my voice for two whole days right before Easter. Um, and I probably sound a little bit off still now. Yeah, you do. I noticed that today earlier. I was yeah. like, wow, you sound so sad. I think I sound really cool. Like, I think this is going to be the podcast that I listen to again and again because I'll be like, look how awesome and sultry I sound. You sound like a, <laughs> I sound like an adult. Exactly. Yeah, I, the first, like, two days when I finally got my voice back, I sounded really cool. Like, on Easter, I was like, oh, man. I sound like, and then yesterday it sounded pretty cool. Today it's like, you know. I'm again. just imagining. Sure, like, tomorrow I'll just be like, hey guys, it's me, Krista. In your head you found, like, you sound like Angela Bassett. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Goodness. So today we're talking about um, authentic networking, which, I mean, we've talked about networking. We bring it up from time and time again because it's so important uh, to our businesses. But we really just kind of want to get into the nitty gritty of exactly what we do, how we do it, and what other people are doing and what works and what doesn't true networking i think most people um cringe especially introverts or they hear the word and they like recoil um and i think about you know some of my earliest networking experiences not in my business but just with my mom's business was with a lot of like state official things and so i just remember having to wear like a really weird suit and being really uncomfortable and getting really awkward (laughs) business cards um and so i was like why would i ever want to own a business if this is what i have to do but um yeah networking and the reason why we're talking about authentic networking because i think there's a way to network and be yourself without having to be a sales car like a sales car car salesman wow a sales car sales car (laughs) tell i got no sleep i'm hashtag team no sleep right now so team all sleep over here (laughs) (laughs) no but yeah it makes a big difference when you're not really stressed about kind of putting on a certain persona or whatever like when you can actually be yourself and say I'm going to go into this being myself and you know that really attracts the type of people you want to work with anyways right totally so we were going to talk about like how do we reach out right now like how are we just contacting so for me, people? like reaching out is For me, that's my go-to because, you know, I don't love necessarily to be in huge groups. I get really anxious and nervous and a lot of, like, social anxiety about events and things like that. So, for me, like, being able to kind of just take it back to, like, basics of, like, not I'm going to pick up the phone, but, I mean, (laughs) like, the basics of today is, like, I'm going to send an email. Like, I'm sure, like, today it was, like, I'm going to pick up the phone and, you know, whatever. But now for me, it's, like, I'm going to send an email or a direct message or whatever. It's normally an email. And, um, you know, it does sometimes require, like, I'll do a little social media stalking first. Um, But normally, like, I'll just reach out to somebody and just organically be like, hey, like, what you do is really cool. I really like it. It's kind of in line with some of the things that I'm doing. I'd love to meet up with you and have coffee. And maybe we can find some way that we can, like, work on a creative project together, which would be really cool. And that's how I met you, and that's how I met Melissa, and that's how I've met a lot of other people. And I've said it time and time again because it's it's just so true. Like, it was a lot easier for me to 
just, you know, contact you and be like, hey, your blog is really cool. Like, I've been reading it for a while. I love what you do. And just be authentic about that rather than walking up to somebody at an event, which for me would be terrifying. <laughs> so I think that people, I don't know. So I think I do think that people are worried and nervous, I guess, about sending that email. But I think that you have to remind yourself, like, they can't see you. So there's nothing. Right. Else. You can't get, like, a, a physical reaction. Like, they can't physically exactly. recoil. If they kind of blow you off and they're like, you know, if you're reaching out to somebody and you think, oh, this person is like really popular or whatever, they might not think I'm cool. They might not want to hang with me. And if they kind of just blow you off and say, oh, well, you know, I'm too busy for coffee or oh, yeah, whatever. I mean, you at least get to have that reaction by yourself. And <laughs> I mean, nine, I, I would feel like nine and a half times out of 10, that's never going to happen. Most people really are just happy that someone has like organically reached out to them and are like, oh, wow, this is really awesome. Right, that's totally true. I just think um, in the year that I met you um, and Melissa and a couple of the people, it was all from the internet. And <laughs> I just was on Twitter and like messaging people, or people were messaging me and like, "Hey, let's go to coffee because I like what you do, or I like your work, or I see you live here." Because I didn't really know. Um, I knew some creatives, but I didn't know as many as I do now at that time because I was just like, oh, "Okay, I'm fresh in the water. I need to really reach out and talk to people." Because I had been used to having co-workers and then all of a sudden I don't have yeah. any and I'm like oh I'm just at home by myself and I'm way too young for this <laughs> I need to go talk to people um it's too young to become the spinster at home like I didn't like I didn't have kids or anything so I really um liked being able to just reach out via Twitter most of the time and just message somebody and being like hey like in Melissa's case it was like hey you live really close um we can yeah. meet up like and you know a mile's distance and hang out and talk so um it's really worked out very well i really say i've cherished a lot of the friendships i've made just by um taking the first step and reaching out and i think like you said a lot of people get kind of scared when they see someone that may be a little bit more popular a little bit more well known than they are but i will say from personal experience you would be surprised at how many people that you think are like you know gigantic huge deals and they're the most down-to-earth people most of the time not all of the time but 90 percent of the time that i've met someone that i felt like oh my goodness you like you're like my hero for instance um yeah i like to tell the story because it's funny at creative south last year which i won't be going this year i'm super sad about it but i um we we had gone the year before and i got really excited i was like i'm gonna go i know i have a kid but whatever I'll just change. I'll be quiet. Like she'll be quiet, and we'll hang out, and we won't be annoying. Like we won't ruin sessions, and that's all I had promised. And so I got really excited because I had seen um, Daniel Evans, which people may or may not know her. She's like the food typographer, so you've seen her work in Target at some point in your life. If you shop at Target, you've seen her work. Which is um, like, that is. Yeah, amazing. and so she's like been like you know I'm like oh my goodness she's so amazing, and so I had kind of talked to her the year before we had saw each other at the coffee shop and so this you know this the previous year like last year i was like oh you know hey go talk to her and introduce her you know my daughter and it gets so excited and she was only like you know three and a half months old and she just like baby pukes all in front of Daniel Evans and Charisma has been a like Charisma, Charisma's poor brother have all (laughs) witnessed the baby puke Um, it is real Um, and so it was just like okay my baby just puked in front of somebody that I really admire and she was totally okay about it like I thought she would totally maybe I don't know what I thought she would think like I would she would just think I'm like oh so gross or whatever but she thought it was hilarious and kind of laughed it off and I was like oh well you know this stuff happens and that's literally like the worst thing that it seriously is that's the worst 
case scenario and it still ended up being just fine yeah it was just like okay well you know whatever you know nothing bad has happened so i really just think people should you know especially in in person events don't be afraid to go up to somebody and just say hi because they won't no, i've never really met someone that had a really negative attitude for some people that i've considered you know like oh my goodness i love your work like i can never be you um type of thing i don't really think uh i don't really i hate to to think of people in a celebrity type way just in in general i don't really yeah. have a big thing for celebrities unless it's like you know like it's beyonce i was about to say unless it's yeah or oprah or shonda uh <laughs> you know you have your top layer but i really try to keep a level head when I'm around people just because I even knowing people who I know personally that have kind of like central Florida fame you know what I mean and how annoying it is for them just to get out of the house um try to just meet people where they are and be normal about meeting um new people so and that's the thing is that people I mean especially like creatives and entrepreneurs like we all love to hear that people love our work and that are appreciating what we right, do. Right, so, totally. I mean, who wouldn't want to get an email that says, like, hey, like, I'm loving what you're doing. And, like, again, as long as you're not, you know, like, if you're, you know, genuinely, authentically networking and you're just trying to connect with people, you're not selling them anything or anything like that, most people are going to be super happy to sit down for a cup of coffee and just kind of, like, talk with another creative. Now, again, this is totally different than being, like, I want to sit with somebody and like learn everything or the words pick your brain yeah like it's not necessarily like sitting down with somebody and being like this is gonna be a my mentor or be somebody that I'm gonna like learn all of their ideas that they've you know created over years and years and years but it's more about actually wanting to have that that network and that those friendships those acquaintance and all that that are you know part of your group of people that you can reach out to and of course over time like when I first met you I couldn't just say to you hey I'm gonna need you to sit down with me for a whole day and like help me learn about newsletters but now I can say like hey I'm gonna need you to sit down with <laughs> right. me for a whole day to get my newsletter life in order because we are actually friends but just you know in the beginning you, you're you know you're going at it from a different sort of situation so right I'm I- not saying you know I'm not telling people, hey, go ahead and email people and be like, hey, help me out with all these things. But I'm saying if you're if you're genuinely into someone's work and into what they do and you just let them know and you want to meet up and meet them, nine times out of ten, they're going to be super happy about it. Right. And I think as creative entrepreneurs, they're um, because a lot of the things we do are paid services. And so you have to kind of respect your friendships and like, you yes. know, pay yes. when it's due. Like, I know that I've you know went to a lot of events that were paid which i could have been like oh i'm not gonna go hang out with you and pay money when i can just call you up for coffee but i really wanted to support people and i really have helped you know pay for their services or whatever the case may be you really can't go into making relationships thinking you're going to get things for free or you're only going to get things for trade you really do need to be willing to put out coins for people's services well, and the thing is is like when you get to the point where you have these friendships you're so excited for your creator friends when they do these things not only do you want to like pay for things but it's like it motivates you as well so like you and david have both written books like in the past year and as soon as you did i was like give me that link i want to buy it and you were like i'll just send you like yeah i'm like no 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 i want to buy it like i don't even like i wasn't necessarily buying it for the whole book i just wanted to read your part but i was like i want to buy this because this is so awesome to be like purchasing this like i'm like this is so exciting yeah Um, that's funny it, it really pushes you as well as as a creative 
it's funny that you say that. And I feel like this is like sounds like I know a lot of famous people. I don't um, at all. These are like really like pseudo famous people who nobody really knows. But one of our neighbors was like a pseudo famous person. And when David wrote his book, Dave was like, oh, yeah, I'm going to, you know, bring you a copy of the book because he had, you know, been talking to David for a while. He's like, oh, no, no. Send me like on Amazon and buying all of these copies of David's book. And I'm like, why would you do that? Like, you don't need to buy copies of David Yard's book. Like, he can come bring it to you. Calm down. But it just, because he genuinely appreciated yep. David's friendship and he really loved speaking with him. He loved us and loved uh, my daughter. But just, you know, when you really care about someone, it doesn't matter what they can do for you. It's what can you do during this friendship to help them get to where they are. Like, I really get excited that you're doing something different with your career right now. It's not like, oh, I wish you were taking pictures more often because then you could just take pictures of my baby. Like, I wouldn't ask you for things like that. I wouldn't ask you to be like, oh, I, I need an outfit of the day post. Could you come over and take pictures of my random Which I outfit? I totally want to do, by the way, anyways. Uh, but you know I wouldn't do that. <laughs> I'm like not even the person. But even if I was, I feel like it would be, yeah. like, I would pay, I'd be like, okay, well, let me pay you for or something something like compensate yeah. you for that i just you can't use people's um talents just for free like you can't expect free things from people you need to really go in genuinely expecting for friendships or even if it's just a networking business to business thing be upfront with that up, up front like just be like hey this is yeah. a business thing this is a business relationship it, yeah absolutely and so i mean and for me personally like i feel like email i mean i'm not against like I am against but I'm not against Facebook messaging or DMs or whatever. I do prefer if someone is like reaching out to me for them to be like, Hey, what's your email address? And that's what I do to others as well. And then I get that information and then I send an email. Um, and I prefer when people do that to me just because like it's hard to answer messages in like 8 million different places. So if you're, if you have somebody in mind where you're like, Oh my God, I really think this person is like creatively awesome and I would love to connect with them. Um, then, you know, go ahead and get their email address. If it's not readily available, you can DM them and get their email address and just write them, you know, be honest and be like, Hey, I love your stuff. I love your work. You know, I'm a fan and you know, I love to grab coffee and just, you know, take it from there. Like, and then if you, if you're like, if, if you love someone's work, I feel like you are going to mesh well with them. I guess it maybe not always is the case, but with you and Melissa, like pretty much as soon as we met, I was like, okay, I love you guys now. <laughs> I just want you to know that you're here forever. Um, yeah. I'm like, we're all best friends now. Okay, thanks. Bye. Yeah. So. You just have to gauge, you have to be in a good place to gauge where you're going to be with relationships before you even reach out. You should know, I think if you, especially if you like someone's work and you follow them on Twitter or Instagram, you know what kind of person they are and how private they are, how public they are and how comfortable they are with meeting new people, then you should have an idea of how you should approach them. Yeah. So getting into like the social media aspect of things. Um, I feel like when you're using social media to network authentically, um, it's not always going to be those relationships that are friendships, that are those deeper connections, but there's still sometimes people who, you know, are awesome and you love their work and they're a great person to have in your network. Um, and I think that nowadays, obviously, there's so many different ways. I mean, we went into a specific, uh, we had a, you know, whole podcast about social media in general, which I think was more uh, geared a little bit more towards um, getting to your clients. But obviously, a lot of the same stuff that we covered gets to people who you want to network with as well. Um, but I mean, for me personally, I think that where I do my most networking would probably be Twitter. 
true that I actually it's not even it's switched for me because it was Twitter a lot but now it's gone back to Facebook groups and Slack channels yeah so now I'm doing a lot of um, networking with Facebook groups and getting to know new people through Facebook groups that I never would have connected with too which is also kind of awesome because through Twitter even though you can most of the time you can see people's like real usernames but I didn't have it set up to like have their names as like what shows up so it's kind of weird that you get to know someone by their username but I think in Facebook groups I'm like I know your government name like I know who you are um it's a little bit make sure of it too they're like really crazy about government yeah they're like um don't be Jaquanda I love man (laughs) like everything like man aids whatever 2005 like you have to put your real name uh so it's very interesting that and I face- like that Facebook groups, for the most part, are, like, private. Like, anything yeah. that you're putting out on Twitter, like, when you're networking, some of those questions you might have as an entrepreneur or whatever, like, it's a little bit more public. But when you're in a Facebook group or, you know, wherever else that's private, like, yeah. you can really kind of ask those questions that you might not need your clients to see uh, as you're either making new systems or learning things or whatever. You can kind of reach out to other entrepreneurs and not really have it be public, which yeah. is great. Yeah, but you still, I and even I, like, err on the side of caution still to be very, like, screenshots are real. Yeah. <laughs> um, just, okay. no, I think some people don't. The internet can yeah. in the world, so always keep that in mind. People don't think that. And so I, some of the things that I see in Facebook groups, especially about clients, I'm, it's cringeworthy. I'm like, oh, my goodness, you're calling this person by, like, name. Like, be careful because you never know. Who's a friend of this person? Especially in groups where we're both in and they're like thousands of people. I'm like, how could you be in this group and you can't know that one other person may know this person? So it, I get, it's very, um, but I really, Slack channels are where it's at for me right now too. Uh, just, uh, if you don't, like we talked about Slack, I think in the last yeah. um, oh, podcast about systems. Yeah. yeah, Slack is just, it's very, I mean, most of, nine times out of 10, it's private. Um, it's private a paid service most of the time up until a certain point you pay for data like the person who owns the channel so you can get so many messages a month on a free plan and it's invite only so you can just go in and have like really it's it's been really more intimate for me and getting to know people on a deeper level especially people I had never thought I would ever meet you know I'm like oh I remember you from like 10 years ago and now we're in this slack channel we talk every day so it's pretty awesome being able to have these conversations about anything it's not just work things and it really I feel like it's one-on-one detail that's been really helpful where sometimes Facebook groups they get a little bit clogged a little overwhelming yeah. a little bit overwhelming especially when you get like you know three plus thousand people in the group and there's like a new post every 30 seconds mm-hmm. <laughs> with slack it's kind of more like a chat it's kind of like a chat room like it's very laid back and kind of like you can see what's happening without being overwhelmed and then you can turn it off and you don't have to see it, um, which is also great. I think a lot of kickback from Slack lately has been that it's a time suck and that it's really invasive and it helps you not be productive. But like anything in the world, That's you can close it um, and turn it off. So yeah, don't be say, afraid like, of that. Anything you can turn off, which is most things. <laughs> Just turn fine. it off. Turn it off. Yeah. It's really up to you to manage that. Yeah, there's been a lot of articles lately about how because a lot of companies have gone to using Slack as their primary method of communication versus having like an IM thing. Mm-hmm. Um, which is fine, but I think a lot of people are like, it's taking up so much time. And I'm like, meetings take up a lot of time. Phone calls take up a lot of time. Like, anything that requires communication from a team to a team will take up time, you guys. Calm down. Like, don't hit on and, Slack. And, you know, spending time on people is a good place to spend <laughs> Right, it. exactly. Yeah. It's not always a, a terrible thing. So I yeah. definitely 
Um, that's been my. I do miss. Um, I still meet people sometimes on Twitter. It's been great. Twitter chats have been where it's at for me meeting new people on Twitter. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I was gonna say like for me now, not necessarily like it's kind of new people, but not exactly new people. But somebody who, if I follow them somewhere else and then I find out they have a Snapchat, I feel like immediately the connection is like intensified because it's just a different way of doing social media and it's it's a lot more real because like you're snapping as you go so like people aren't planning out snaps you know what I mean like they're not like you can't there's only so much editing you can do like they have the little filters or whatever but it's not like editing you know what I'm saying right so it's really in real time and then you can kind of like chat to someone's photo at that point in time so like I have found out some very real stuff about certain business owners um through that sort of thing like I found out that I won't say who, but somebody is starting a podcast and it's not like officially out, but they kind of announced it on Snapchat first. I found out somebody else is uh, getting divorced. Oh, so that's real. Are, yeah, I say, like, it's real. It is real life, guys. Like Snapchat is the streets. Uh, but yeah, so like it's, it's nice because it's quick, it's easy to follow and um, I, you get like just a little bit more of like what someone's actual daily life looks like which is what i like 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 you were saying like with slack it's like a little bit more intimate and that's how i feel about snapchat i feel like it's a little it's a little more intimate it's a little more silly but it's definitely a little more intimate and you're actually like it's it just has a very authentic feel to it like compared to a lot of other um social media forums so you know i feel like it's a it's a really great way to kind of get to know not only your clients but people that you want to network with and other small business owners and that sort of thing yeah i feel like people are definitely filters off on Snapchat. They're like, yeah, I can yeah. say whatever I want on this thing. Because um, it's going to go away eventually. I guess that's what the, the guys is. It's not, I don't know. I'm too old for Snapchat. I'm sorry. Yeah, it's, it's basically <laughs> like, you know, it goes up and it's, you know, it's live for 24 hours if it's on your story. So, you know, and, and again, I think it's, it's not even that it's going to go away. I think it's more that people know that you can't, really make it fake like it has to be snapped at that moment right. you can't save it for later and you can't edit it so like, yeah people have their guard down because they know well it doesn't need to look perfect like my desk doesn't need to look perfect if i'm going to share a picture of my desk because you know people know that you don't have those the filters and the or the i'm sorry the editing and the you know yeah you're not before. cropping for a square exactly. or you're not um, like snap, like I see a lot of chat type things, usually like you like screenshots and it's not like Photoshop. Like there's a lot of Photoshop screenshots of text messages that go out on the internet that are weird. Um, yeah. so I feel like you can't really do that with, like you, you can fake a Snapchat, but you, I mean, obviously you would know. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I just, I think it just makes people, you know, have their guard down a little bit less and, or a little more and they're, they're just a little bit more authentic, I think. So I really, really do love it. Um, I want to talk about blog comments, which is like, blog comments, there's so many opinions on blog comments. Blog comments are surreal. I know back in the day, like, that was a really great way to network, is like, you would go on and you'd, you'd comment on all the blogs you were following, and uh, so many people networked that way and now still communicate um, today through other social media channels. But now with all the social media channels, I feel like less people are doing like let me yeah. like let me network through blog comments so let me know your thoughts on that because you're i think you still do comment on blogs or i and um, so i was just it's funny this was a topic in a facebook group that i was in a couple of 
weeks ago, and maybe just last week, probably wasn't even that long ago, where someone was like, oh, it's so weird when I go to a, a big blog and then I see that there are no comments, and then, you know, everybody's kind of like, because people haven't been, com- like, comments have been dead, you know, for the past, I mean, they started to decline in 2011, it's been a very slow but long decline, and I honestly feel like at this point, there are sites that I visit that get comments, but the comments are so like great post like they're the same things you get on instagram so i don't even like those comments like i don't even so i mean right now i haven't because i don't blog as often as i used to i'm blogging now like once every two weeks maybe once a week um i don't get the chance to visit all these but sometimes i do like sometimes when i have time i do go visit people's blogs that i'm reading or i'm reading through feedly and i'll comment just to say hey you know this is funny or whatever because i don't have time to tweet them <laughs> or maybe i can't yeah. find their twitter or i can't find their instagram and that to me to me logically it sounds like a lot more work to go through and find people's social media channels and then be contacted you know connected with them and then keep up with them because that's a lot of people to keep up with whereas i feel like blog comments you can through that go through that in one day like you could just go through yeah. a couple hours and comment on a couple blogs and you caught up and then you just move on with your life but now there's almost like you need to be constantly connected through all these different social media channels and so the pressure is like if you don't follow someone on twitter or instagram then you're not really their fan or um, you're not yeah. their friend or whatever the case may be so i definitely am um not i am guilty of not following a lot of people on twitter just because it's overwhelming <laughs> following as many yeah. people as you need to and i like to keep my twitter and my instagram focused on the people that i really like and having it kind of curated and kind of see what's happening with people i really care about i don't want to be clogged up with people who i do kind of like but not enough to be engaged with you all day long so i do still do the blog comments i definitely don't get as many as I'm used to. I just looked at some articles from like 2013 and I had like 15 to 20 blog comments and now I get like three. <laughs> I mean, so for Equal and Forever, like I don't have blog comments turned on just because like you never know when you're going to get a crazy person that's like, I gay people. I was going to say, Donald Trump friend. is running for president, so that's not a good exactly. idea. Exactly. <laughs> like, so, and I mean, I like in the past, I've gotten a few comments here and there on Facebook like that. But it's like, I already know that I have to monitor the Facebook, the Instagram for Equal and Forever, like, really well. Now, right. I don't really get those comments on Instagram because I feel like most of the people that use Instagram have a little bit of sense. Most of the <laughs> They're a little bit more progressive. Yeah, but um, but on Facebook, like, we've gotten them in the past. I haven't gotten any in a while. Um, it has definitely gotten better over the past, like, year and a half. Um, but because of that, I'm like, well, why have blog comments? Because that's just one more place where I'm going to need to monitor. And I don't really know, like, what anyone would necessarily be adding that they couldn't add somewhere else and so i kind of took the same like idea with charismatic concepts i don't allow blog comments there either and it's not because i don't care what people think because i definitely do but i do i think that you know i mean again it's like they could write it on twitter facebook wherever i mean it's it's pretty quick and easy to get to where i am or they cannot say it if they're like hey i it, you know i i liked the book <laughs> yeah i just i but won't it, keep it's like that's fine i understand um, or they could email me, which is like the best or like, um, just, well, I mean, it's not about the blog. It's actually for the podcast, but somebody stopped me yesterday, a friend in Starbucks and told me that, um, he had listened to the podcast and an episode 
that he had just kind of been listening to, he passed on advice to somebody else and it was really helpful. Um, so, I mean, that's, that's the coolest if someone can tell me in person. I yeah. wish everyone could just be like, hey, Charisma, you wrote this thing the other day. It was pretty great. I, like, need uh, you to, before we all die off this earth <laughs> or before <laughs> Donald Trump becomes president, whichever one comes first, you need to, like, meet my sister because she listens to our podcast every week and it's... Like, she texts me or she'll, like, I saw her when we were up there and she was talking about it and we are talking about it. And I'm just, like, that's crazy to me that you actually listen to this because you... They're, like, always listening. Yeah, always it's listening. weird. The numbers keep growing. But, yeah, I mean, for me with blog comments, it's, like, I don't dislike them and I'm not against giving them to other people. But I, I would assume, and I could be wrong, but I would assume that if I really am moved by a blog post and I love it, that that person would rather me share it through my own social media right. channels and say... Hey, um, you know, Angelica wrote this really awesome piece on, you know, freelancing, and I thought that you guys would enjoy it. And I feel like that is helping the original poster more than a blog comment is, you know? That's what I do when I don't have time to comment. I will just share it from Twitter, add it to my buffer, write something really cute and witty. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And nine times out of ten, I try to tag people. If I can't find you on Twitter, which is a big problem, I'm sorry I can't tag you. But go to my go to my Twitter. I've probably shared your article at one point in my life. Like I do try to put because I feel like I'm exposing your work to my audience, and that Absolutely. to me speaks volumes just as much that's as me I, saying. Yeah, that's, like that's how I feel about it. Is like if I'm gonna take rather than re- like trying to come up with a comment that's like, this is a great post. I like it. <laughs> High five. Like, rather than doing that, like I'd rather just you know tweet it out to my followers or you know share it in one of my social media streams and and you know I feel like that and then mostly most of the time when I do that people always write back to me like oh my god thank you so much for sharing and then I then I'm having that interaction with them where I'm like oh no problem I love the article it's so great and you know then we can have that conversation from there as opposed to like in their blog comments right true and I think a lot of times blog comments go neglected so people will comment but yeah. then no one will ever reply so you do come up with this witty comment where you're like I think this person's really gonna like my words and then you never hear from them again Absolutely. so back in the day they were great like i'm definitely not against what blog comments were back in the day but for now they're just not for me like if i mean i don't know i just feel like there's better places to spend your time either a as somebody who's doing the commenting or b as somebody who's like responding to the comments like to me they're just not for me now that's not to say that on certain like places um, like very, very, very large blogs where those conversations do happen right. in the comments. That's different. If you're having like a thousand people respond on a blog post and there's actual good conversation going on there, then that's great. But one thing I also notice is that the larger the blog is and the more people are writing their comments, sometimes the crazier people are. Yeah, the, the more wackadoodle comments you get. And I definitely, <laughs> I err on the side of being popular. I'm like, please don't ever come like comment on my blog just because you actually like are obsessed with me don't do that like it's nothing to be obsessed about just because I think about and I said this before but if you never you know heard of Young House Love or you never read their blog before they would get hundreds of comments within the hour I think they posted twice a day and they would get hundreds of comments and she would spend her time like the um, wife would just you know go through and reply to every comment and monitor each comment and approve each comment and that is a time suck that is ridiculous so crazy like she spent most of her day reading comments that's insane so yeah I do think there's a up and down I do still love getting a good comment every now because I do still get them because my articles are always so long on my blog like 1200 plus words (laughs) 
So you I think it's really, it's really hard not to. When you do, it's like get ready for this. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, I've been gone for a whole month. I'm back with a novel. Um, yeah. So it's hard for people who do actually read. Like if you read the whole thing, I think people do want to share. Like, hey, I got something to say about this. I really rarely get the this is great. Bye. Um, yeah. comments so that's fine but I, I don't have I don't care if it's a tweet or a comment to me as long as you're interacting and as long as you're getting to meet someone or I'm getting introduced to someone that actually likes my work which is always you know so fun especially when I go to conferences and I meet somebody and they're like oh I read your blog all the time I'm like what I've never seen you in my comments on my Twitter <laughs> what are you doing reach out so yes reach out people Awesome. Well, I wanted to ask a fun question because I feel like I'm getting into the, um, we're trying to, I'm trying to be better at organizing um, things and topics that we talk about and try to integrate some questions. So one question that I had was, what was the first event you ever attended, like an in-person event for your business? So the first event that I ever attended was like way, way back in the day, probably um, 08 or 09. And um, it's funny, it was a photography related event and this is back when I was like getting into, I was um, second shooting already as a wedding photographer and I was doing um, portrait sessions and I was getting into being um, the main photographer for weddings. Um, And I went to it, I don't know if it even exists anymore, I don't, like the Orlando version doesn't, but um, it was called like a pug event, like (laughs) PUG, like like the, but it's not the dog. It like stood for something, like, <laughs> something, something. But I couldn't for the life, like I could not tell you what it stands for. Oh my goodness. Um, but anyways, it was like it was a free event, which is why I went, and I didn't know anyone. So as you can imagine, this was like very out of character for me to go. I did not want to go. But the only reason I went is because um, the photographer who was going to be like uh, pretty much like the speaker I guess it was, it was more like interactive so it's not exactly speaker but the teacher for the day uh was Misty Miyoto who is like really well known in Orlando in the photography scene and like I at the time and still now like just look up to her like think she's amazing and like I definitely when I when I saw myself going to be a photographer like when I thought I'd be a photographer doing weddings forever what I wanted to do is basically be her when I grew up yeah <laughs> uh, so I went to the this thing and it was in it was at Cypress is it called Cypress Grove Park is that what it's called over on off of Holden I know what you're talking about I'm pretty yeah, yeah. sure that's what it so, is I mean it's a beautiful park and everything and I've been there before and um it was just like it was a lot because like we had our cameras and we were like actually interacting and that sort of thing. But, um, and we were actually shooting a couple live, which was great because it was portfolio building. So that was awesome. But because it was a free event, it was a lot of photographers, probably 40, which is a lot to be shooting. Whoa, yeah. Couple. Yeah, to be shooting one couple at a time. And you know, like I just felt like everything was moving really quickly. And I just was still kind of like, I don't know, like getting my footing with everything and getting comfortable. So there was just a lot to be done at once. And I was like overwhelmed. Um, So the shooting portion of the day, like I did okay. Like the images that I have, they're really like dated now, obviously, because it's like 0809. So they have that like that look to that time if you saw yeah yeah but i will say that like those images still do look good for today like not good for today but good for what they were like i'm still proud of them right and for me to have shot them with like so many other photographers around me like that you know i feel proud of that but i didn't really meet anyone 
or connect with anybody because I was so shy and I kind of felt like everybody kind of already had these groups that they were like, oh, I'm in this group and I'm over here. So there's like a lot of like a kind of a cliquish vibe. Um, and, but what I did take away from it was like Missy sat down with us at the end and I think we like had food or something. I can't remember, but I remember we were like sitting on picnic benches and she like just opened up about like a lot of business things. And I kind of like, you know, fangirled and was like, I love you and you're the best and I'm scared. <laughs> and she was just pretty much like, she was like, Charisma, I look at your work all the time and you're growing every day. And I was like, you know who I am as a person? <laughs> I know, I exist. Like one, of those, one of those moments where I realized like, wow, like calm down. You know what I mean? Like there's people who are like in the industry who are killing it, who actually know that you exist and you just started so you're gonna be fine like so i did get take away that from it and i really needed that moment but i will say i don't know that i've been to very many networking events since then because i mean i got to connect with her and that's why i went so that was great but i didn't meet anyone else or like meet anyone who i'm like still in contact really with right Yeah. That's what about you? I actually, so I, because I've been thinking about this since I came up with this question, because I really don't know. Like I said before, I got thrown into networking events in high school with my mom, and they were weird, um, but they had nothing to do with my business. We were just there with her business, and so those were like, I never wanted to do that again, but I'm trying to, like, I went to Instagram, I've gone to Facebook, and so the thing that I could date back the farthest was an AIGA Orlando um, meetup with um, Happy Cog that was here in 2013, like the beginning of 2013. So that was about three years ago where we really went and represented like being designers locally. And so that probably is from what I'm seeing and I, what I remember, I really do think that's the first thing we ever did. And that makes that's me feel, A, a like super old because I've been with, um, <laughs> we've been going to AIGA events for so long, like, ugh that's that's old that's <laughs> three years but b because i remember going because we were so nervous because we had never really out because we had been working professionally a bit more at this point we were kind of establishing ourselves locally but we yeah. hadn't really you know talked to any other industry people like we didn't talk to other designers or other developers that much outside of the people that we worked with um in our day-to-day jobs or whatever and so that was the first time where we realized we were doing everything right and so we really yeah. didn't even le- we didn't learn anything because we were like whoa wait we're already doing that and it was about designing with um cms and i remember um yesenia i can't remember her last name remember she was one of the presenters and she's a really big front-end dev and project manager and she did great work with happy cog and she does great work wherever she is like she's been on the radar like i think her twitter literally is yesenia like she has that's how amazing she is um but i just remember we were like you know we were really impressed with both presenters we were like wow it's awesome to have women especially like a woman of color up front talking about what we should be doing with our business but hey we're already doing most of these things and that's awesome so it was such a big like moment of we actually are in the right place and we're going forward like for us that was like validation so but we didn't meet anybody (laughs) Um, like much like you we like jumped out of the room we're like okay we're out bye like we don't need to talk to anybody thanks (laughs) um so i don't remember i don't think we talked to anybody i think we just talked to ourselves like we're just like hey and now we're out well say so if you're brave enough and you know you you can handle the reaching out you can handle social media you can handle the blog comments but you want to step it up a notch then you can go to conferences and workshops and these networking events in person and there's really so many to choose from now like um, of course, wherever you live, there's going to be a ton of local ones. There's so many here in Orlando. Um, and then there's like the huge ones that everyone knows about and goes to. 
Um, I know, like, for the photography community, there's, like, WPPI that's out, like, in Vegas every year, which is, like, huge. Um, there's, you know, just a million different things. Um, but I know we have Florida BlogCon here. Um, obviously, WordCamp, which, like, you're obviously super familiar with. Yeah. There's little ones, big ones, medium. Like, literally, no matter what size you want. Like, if you want to be in a room with 30 people, you can find that. If you want to be in a room with 300 people, you can find that. If you want 3,000, there's that as well, which is what's really cool about, you know, just the conference and workshop scene right now. Right. Totally. One thing that I recommend everybody go to, um, Charisma. <laughs> everybody needs to at least go to one Creative Warnings in their yes. local chapter yes. it's Definitely. so great like i love creative warnings in so many places like if there's not like and i'm talking about the world if there's not one in your city there's definitely one in the city over next yeah year. they are every they and they're doing a kickstarter right now so you need to go out and yes. give them some dollars <laughs> yep oh yeah i know i got i was like oh yeah i need to donate to that but yeah seriously give them your dollars because they put in so much work the organizers do so much there's always free coffee um the speakers usually bring free swag the last one i went to um brian french of french paper company was speaking and he brought like all these free posters and notebooks and things and i was like yes <laughs> don't even ask twice so uh yeah if you don't do anything as a creative go to creative mornings you don't have to talk to a single person you can sit in the audience and you will learn something so and i want to say if you don't do anything else <clears throat> i want you to try to reach out to like have a set a goal number for the year i think 10 for the year is great write 10 emails like authentic emails oh that's real yeah who you just want to reach out to and i mean i made that goal for myself i was like i'm gonna write a few and then like i think i probably said 10 and i was like until i find like a, a good like because i was looking for friendships personally not just like uh, like not just networking or you know somebody to add to my outer network but i was looking for friends and i nailed the first two so you know what I mean? <laughs> like you might get to one and be like boom i'm a pro at this uh, but, but, you know, say, say whatever goal is good for you, but probably 10 is a good amount, like for the year. Um, so almost about one a month that you're reaching out to somebody in an email platform and you're going to be like, once you make those connections, like somebody who I actually, uh, her name is Nicole and she's from Sparkly Ever After. Um, and I reached out to her through email. Um, actually, it was not the best reason. It was it was because our grandmothers had both passed away, and I was very sad. Yeah, and I reached out to her, and I was like, "Hey, like my grandmother passed last year. I I just want to say that like I follow you on social media. Like I love what you do, and you know I kind of know what you're going through, and it sucks. And like if you need to talk to somebody, you're here. And I don't know why. Like that was out of character for me again to like reach out, but something just told me like reach out to her. And she like needed that. She needed someone who who had the same experience and was trying to kind of battle like being an entrepreneur, being the face of your business and being positive while still going through something really right. difficult. Especially because her brand is I was gonna say yeah, her brand is like really Tinkerbell like dust, like fairy dust. Yeah, very, very happy. Like she has a very, and she, and that's who she is authentically. So it was like, she, she wanted to also like, just for herself, like keep being that happy person. So we connected that way. And just yesterday we worked on, um, a shoot together in which I met, I made a connection to somebody else who's, um, a makeup artist who's like super fantastic. And now we're working together on a project. So, you know, when you start reaching out to people, then you're going to be doing these awesome projects and then you're going to be meeting new people that way. So once it happens and you, you, you know, start doing it from an authentic organic place, it's just, it kind of spirals 
out of control in the best way from there. Seriously, I really do love that I've met so many amazing people, even people who most of them don't even live here anymore, but we're, you know, we're taking trips and I can, you know, reach out to these people via Twitter and be like, hey, we're coming to your city, let's get coffee. And it's already like we have so many, you know, coffee dates planned with friends that have moved away just because we reached out to them before, previously in the past via Twitter or even at just an event, we said hello. And now we're kind of like creative, you know, creative friends. It's not even like friends, I would say more like acquaintances, but enough so that if I go out of town and I'm in their city, they would make time to sit down and talk with me. So you just never know. I think you need like a word that's not tribe. Yeah. You know, you're so against that word. But uh, I think you have like a spread out tribe, but not tribe because not. I, you don't like that word. Or squad. Do you like squad? I don't mind squad, which is okay. funny because people hate Taylor Swift's girl squad, but I'm like, it's not offensive. At least it's not an offensive term. So yeah. <laughs> at least that, like, ugh. Yeah, that's true. Okay, so yeah, so you have like a squad, and it's like, you know, that's like your your non-local squad, so, you know, grow your squad, so don't be afraid, guys, to really just reach out and get authentic with your networking, and, you know, try these things, let us know if they work for you, and let us know what your needs are Come say hi and have coffee with us, because we love coffee. Absolutely. We we would love to um, have coffee with you, and you get a two-for-one deal if you're in Orlando, you get to... True. I mean, even if you're, like, in Tampa, I used to go out to Tampa once every three months and meet up with blog friends there just to sit in Oxford Exchange. there's a lot of bloggers over there, which is awesome. True. Yeah, and I was like, any excuse to go to the Oxford Exchange? I like, am. No. I'm going next week for my birthday, so I'm super excited. Awesome sauce. Alright, guys. Well, you know we are at Twitter at Heart Hustle Pod. We're on Facebook and Instagram at the Heart and Hustle Podcast. And you can find us with the hashtag uh, So go ahead and make sure that you're hashtagging those pictures, letting us know what you're up to. And we will see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye.